0: It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horror-a-thon I've seen horrors. Horrors that you've seen.
1: On this one man I talk way too fucking much. So you intro, you you run it. You have my list Do that? Do throwing that? you
2: into the fire, you know. They go back me. Boop boop Dropbox here's the notes. Oh
1: there's yeah. it. there's there's no actually set agenda, just my little Oh no no I was, I was just
2: <laughs> call back up and get get it up here in the yeah. front. So
1: <clears throat>
3: la, la.
2: Oh sorry wrong
1: show. I thought my girlfriend was gonna listen to us. She's gone Cause it's horror She's like Oh I'm scared Could be Well my alternate was know I'll, I'll leave this In the podcast My alternate If you couldn't make the show And apparently no one else Wanted to podcast with me Um Was that I was going to Just like play a game And record her reactions To like the scariest game That I could play <laughs> And my own reactions Cause I'm a wimp that way But
3: ah! But
1: But well, that,
2: That's actually what we're here To talk about So Alright well I'm gonna open up <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to episode 10. And, and don't be scared by those gurgling sounds in the background. It's just the laundry. It's, it's not. It's nothing horrible, really. Honest. I'm not conducting weird experiments you know, in my garage it's my cat. It's
1: the blood drain in his cellar, folks. Don't let him
2: fool you. Shh.
3: <laughs>
2: Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> It's Alvin. Alvin's got his latest kills over there, and he's
1: draining them out. I'm becoming a cat person. I'm, I'm learning about the kills. Yes.
2: Look what I brought you, master. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ah. Yeah. yeah just, so far, it's just like really nasty, hacked up hairballs because uh, she cleans herself yeah. too much.
2: But. Alvin's an inside cat so but but he'll occasionally catch a lizard and he'll walk around with it in his mouth drop it and it'll go to run and he'll chase it again and
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. it's just it, it's, it's like my own little horror show because I put myself in the in the place of the lizard you know <laughs> like, like how, that's gonna be horrible for him. This giant monster picks him up, puts him in his mouth, walks around with him drops him down, he thinks he's free, runs, then he just pounces on on him again, over and over. Until the thing just dies of fright.
1: See, if I saw that I'd just grab a controller and pretend I was controlling the lizard, and I'd do just as well as I do on any video game like that, so.
2: Yeah, any horror game, because you're going to die repeatedly.
1: And that's why I think I'm going to have, like, one of the smaller lists. Uh, All my horror moments in this game is going to be, like, from non-horror games, because I'm that much of a wimp sometimes. But uh yeah, we're episode 10 and it's going to be like our official Halloween show.
2: And so what, well, we were
1: what are we talking about, man?
0: We're
2: talking about horror. We're talking about we're talking about well, nah, no, no, I was gonna say, We're talking <laughs> about sex, baby. we're talking about horror baby, we're talking about scared, you can see. <laughs> yeah, I yeah,
1: and sense. horror and, and supernatural themed games, I guess, and you know, anything Things that go bump in the night, I suppose. And, I mean, we're not going to limit it to... We'll do, like, a whole zombie show eventually, because there's just yeah. a gajillion zombie games out there. But we'll touch on a few of those, I'm sure. And uh, Well, uh, you're
2: going to ha- have to remind me, because I've got an idea for a game. Like, I mean, I guess we could talk some general gaming news. Let's before. do it, yeah, absolutely. So just a literal, little game news, um, or just something that I had thought about that I completely forgotten years ago that when the movie Highlander and the TV show were like really big mm-hmm. a friend of mine came up with an idea for a Highlander game that you could play but it, it would have much and I think some games do this now kind of like um, Marvel Puzzle Quest funny how things go back to that because <laughs> It's the only game I could play right now. To where you have a season, to where you play in a certain time frame. Right. And then, then you try to rack up a score. Well, his idea, and then the more we talk, talked about it, the more we refined it, was to create a an online, like, MMO based on a Highlander universe to where, let's say you had, you know, oh, bless you, where you had, like, a set. 1,000 people on a server and then you were in an open-ended world a very large world and then you would just basically have to eliminate each other there can be only one and uh, until you were literally the last one and then we were thinking like it would be a cash prize for the last person to to be left standing and then like you could do it every three months or like maybe you know half a year some type of cycle like that and then there would be rules to where you know so what do you do when you're off the screen how do you prevent from being killed well you could put yourself like for up to 8 or 10 hours in a church to protect yourself right and then you could go after NPC characters or other environmental characters to hone your skills etc etc to train better and obviously you get points for taking out other immortals as well and then you know the like the game wouldn't let you hide, just hide and wait. Because if you just hid from everybody, you would be penalized because you wouldn't be racking up skills and you you would die anyway. You know, you just wouldn't be the strongest one. So that was kind of our idea. And I started to think about it again and how could you do that? You could probably even go further with that whole idea now that we have smartphones. Yeah. Where,
1: that would be probably the best place to do it because it'd be kind of like tag the assassination game. Because, I mean, I'd say I would definitely play that MMO, but I know I, a developer wouldn't go for it because you never want to, you never want to chop your subscription base down to, you know, yeah. you do you don't want to ever oh yeah, make yeah. It go away. You know, it's like oh well, well, you guys see, are out of the game for a while. I mean, they actually, could go on to other servers, but nope, I mean, no,
2: nope, we actually. We actually came up with we actually came up with an idea for that in the show they had watchers who watchers watched immortals and we would allow the watchers like let's say you wanted to get behind and protect an immortal that way you could still keep playing in the game right so gotcha. you know so yeah that way if you get eliminated you don't have to bail out you can still be an active part in it. You
1: do the same with you know that that's similar to a concept that you could do with like vampires but I mean no one's there have been some talk about like doing Vampire the masquerade as MMO and stuff and has just never materialized but I always thought that would be a great online experience but uh, I don't know nobody everyone wants sparkly
2: vampires now I guess <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but i I was thinking now with smartphones that wondering I, I was wondering if you could actually. Like let's say, although it would be harder, but you would there would be the option that like you would have something tied to your smartphone that with it if you got say within
1: right a certain proximity of another a certain player
2: proximity of an actual player that's got the app running on their phone, then you two could actually fight each other over your phones. Right, like, yeah. It it would be tied to your phones and to your computer.
1: That would cause so many it. car accidents because <laughs> <laughs> people would be like, "Oh my God, I have to defend my turf," you know, or you, oh, you, shit, I'm being attacked." He's going to chop my head off while I'm driving, and so I, I have to play this. You know, someone take the wheel.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That's just that's just my that was my crazy idea or our crazy idea years ago for a Highlander game.
1: Yeah. Hey, I mean that that definitely lends itself to. Yeah, more than like, I mean, they tried like the Matrix online game for a while, and it failed pretty spectacularly, I guess. But
2: yeah, uh, I played that. I don't. I, it yeah. it just wasn't that. It didn't stick out in my head. It didn't really. It's like, well, meh. I
1: mean, they claimed that you and they, you know, they claimed that you can you could you know, advance the story and stuff. And I guess there's ways to do that, but it's it's pretty hard to, you know, I don't know. That shit's beyond me, but that scares me. Uh, it's frightening, the amazing amount of stuff that goes into these video games. So, um, yeah.
3: Snap out of it!
1: That and, and bunnies. Bunnies scare the shit out of me. What know. are you, Anya from... Uh... <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Must be bunnies. <laughs> I was just watching that video while I was waiting for you for some reason, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the... Uh... <laughs> bunnies! bunnies aren't as harmless as everybody supposes. You know, they got those you go floppy whole, ears and twitchy little noses. That whole rock number she does.
2: Mm-hmm. And could rock my world anytime she wants. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we want to have, uh, should we hop into the email?
1: Yes, we should. We, um, received a couple of very nice emails from the same person, but obviously a new fan that I had not heard from before. Um, it's up to you. I answered the first one, which was a little shorter, but gave us kind of his background. Um, uh, you want to read the short one or the long one?
2: Uh, yeah. hold on. Let me pull it up. I'll, I'll read the short one. Okay, go for it. Hi guys. I'm 51 years old, and actually, I've got five more years until I'm 51. Yes. So we found an <laughs> um, older gamer than us. So that's always yep. good for the ego. <laughs> yep. It says hi, guy, and this is from Michael Bratcher. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm saying that correctly. And it says I'm 51 years old, computer gamer. However, I do own an Atari 2600 console. I love listening to your podcast while I drive. I just finished the last podcast, last podcast, which looks to be, uh, which looks like it was put out in July. Probably would have been our Fallout one. Mm. And then uh, you want me to read your response? Oh, no,
1: just, uh, he says, love your show, please keep it up, or at least do one last show with some closure, so.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> I oh, I must not have the whole email.
1: Oh, I don't know. No, I, I just responded to Oh, there it is. Okay, first, so. I didn't
2: realize, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, tech, I'm old, I'm
1: old. So, it sounds like just from the, right out of the gate, uh, Michael could be some kind of a Annie Booth, uh, you know, misery type situation if we don't <laughs> keep the show going, or at least... End it with the ending he'd like, so I'm a little nervous about that.
3: He didn't get out of the cock car!
1: I'm going to read his, uh, his but follow-up. But
2: it does say, I'm your favorite fan, so... No,
1: well, he's probably, our, he's like one of our only fans, so by default, he's pretty much our favorite fan. Right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's That works good in my brain, so I'm going with that. Um, But he gave us follow-up here, which is a really great email, long, but I'm going to read it because he took the effort to write it. Uh, Happy to hear another great podcast from you guys and your co-host. I think this was the casual games one. I drive 10 hours a day, and your podcast helps me get through a small portion of that. I love that you talk about the older games as well as the newer ones. It adds nostalgia to your show which brings back fond memories of pumping quarters in a video game at my local arcade in the 70s or sitting down in my friend's living room and playing Pong. I'm mostly a computer gamer, but I do own an Atari 2600 with the crappy graphics and the repetitive gameplay, and it was glorious, and uh, that was my, my editorial comment, and a lot of imagination. Who couldn't love that? Yep, the 2600's Keeper. That being said, the latest computer game I've been playing is Lord of the Rings Online, which is an MMO, and when it first came out in 2007, they offered a lifetime membership for about $300, I remember this, which I figured, what the hell, it would pay for itself in less than two years. (laughs) <laughs> and then in 2010, I found out that uh, the game was going free-to-play, and I'm like, what the hell? So I kind of forgot about it and put it, it on the back burner. Now here in the present, I recently decided to dust uh, off Lord of the Rings and see what was happening. So after a lengthy install, I logged in, and there was my hobbit just standing there with over 27,000 turbine points. <laughs> so after <laughs> finding out there am a VIP lifetime membership with 27,000 turbine points to uh, spend, needless to say I was happy as hell, or maybe really get... At 51 years old, I can still be giddy, can't I? Hell yes. So if you see an old hobbit laughing his ass off in the Shire, that might be this old dude. In closing, love you guys. Keep up the awesome podcast, Mike. And thank you very much, Mike. That is probably the best email I will ever receive in my life at this point.
2: Yeah, because nobody here has ever signed up for a massive... Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Guilty as charged,
1: as we know. But, I mean that game's, you know, that that was I knew that going in that was free to play and I didn't have to do that. So I understand Michael's uh, kind of distaste at that situation cuz a couple like uh what was it? um the Star Wars older public game did that too recently. Uh,
3: that it was oh. like
1: pretty serious subscription price and even World of Warcraft is now free to play for some areas.
2: Well, it's it's free to play I thought up to a certain level or something. Right.
1: And, and like yeah, the Star Wars one went free to play after a while, but again, it's kind of like free to play but pay to win. If you want the good shit, you're gonna have to break out the well. You know, you're the put subscription. last
2: because my son, I still pay for that subscription, although my son plays it, and I keep having. I, I I told him don't put that back on this computer because it's I'm having issues with this computer. Yeah. So every time we turn around, it am. Icon will be sitting on there. And I'm like, I told you not to put that game. Oh, your computer's better. I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to clean this thing off. And you keep throwing this crap back on here. Stop yeah. it. But, um, oh, yeah, he played all summer because they were introducing a new expansion. And and he's been playing his shit out of it. And, like, back when the summer was starting, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hop back on. And I'm going to play my guys and get, get, get them up to max level. You know, to like max out their storyline. Yeah, I didn't do any of it. But he, all his characters on his server, he's he he just just today said, I've I've got my last guy, my last character. Left. He's got like eight or twelve characters, and 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 he's got the last one. He's gonna finish the storyline. And I'm like, I'm like the old man in the dust. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What 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 was that, Sonny? But no, there's uh when you subscribe. Like a lot of the ones that are free to play, if you're a regular subscriber, like at certain anniversary dates or yeah, you get new you. expansions. I mean, you get new shit. Yeah. You, get,
1: you know, Marvel on. Heroes actually does throw me a little bone every now and then for being a founding member, so that's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I mean, it has its plus and minuses. So yeah, plus, yeah. plus, I get a monthly stipend of cartel coins. Yeah, and uh, you know, you can buy shit with that. So. Yeah, so, I mean, at least they don't, you know, be like, hey, sorry,
1: now everyone can get what you paid a lot of sh- fucking money for. Um, but, you know. see, now I almost
2: bought... DC
1: the, Universe Online did that, too, because I subscribed yeah. for a while, and then I,
2: yeah, went well, free-to-play the, <laughs> and lost, like, four characters. <laughs> this, the Star Trek Online game had that to where you would pay two ninety nine for a lifetime deal, and I almost did it, and then I guess I'm glad I didn't because I stopped playing, so... And uh, then I recently went back on that, loaded onto my computer. And funny enough, that's when I started having a lot of problems with my computer. Oh, boy. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what happened there. So. The Ferengi virus. <laughs> <laughs> Got in my lobes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, on to the uh, season at hand, the season of the witch, I guess. Dun,
2: dun, 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 oh, wait, wrong season. Sorry. <laughs> I guess this? we're not going to have What's a... This? We're not going to have a Christmas. There's not a lot of Christmas-themed uh, games, are there? Oh, that's going
1: to be probably our Star Wars show, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. need to pump that out early so people can get the juices flowing for for the 18th. Isn't the 18th it
2: opens? Something like that. Although, I saw the one-sheet came out today. Yeah. I'm a, little, I'm a little disappointed. Not a
3: lot
1: of Luke. <laughs> Well, oh, no, I don't even want to go there. I talked about this with Honeywell a little bit. I don't even want to. I'm trying why, to forget why. what he even told me.
2: Why? What? What? <laughs> about the big big round space station in yes, the background?
1: Yes. No, no. Come not, on, man. Not happy.
2: Shades of Star Trek into darkness.
1: That's what I'm saying. Not happy. Yeah, you know, that's man, bullshit. I know. But save it for December, man. Save it for December.
2: Well, I'm going to go probably re- <laughs> because ben, ben won't have the hang-ups. He's only 14. He's going to want to see it. I'm right. Oh, like you're not going to, you know, they could well, come I'm out. JJ could
1: come. The scroll at the beginning no, of the movie
2: could be like, no. this movie sucks. I'm going to rape
1: your childhood, and you'd still sit through it. It's freaking Star Wars. We have No,
2: I wouldn't. No, I, no, no. <laughs> No, I'm taking a Scott Gardner stance on this. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah. That if, if, if they... Why would you keep going if they keep... You know what? I, I'm not going to see the next Star Trek movie when it comes out. I'm I am not either. They pissed me off. They burned the bridge by redoing Wrath of Khan. It was fucking stupid. Excuse my French. You know, <laughs> I mean you're that unoriginal we really have to have another round that better not be I, I, there, there better be some twist in there. I'm going to take Ben to see it but you know what? After that uh, I don't know. <laughs> Reign it <laughs> in, man. I can feel the blood sugar boiling. <laughs> the jury is still out. The jury is still out. I'm not I'm not throwing it completely, but, I mean, Star Trek. Star Trek movies are done. I'm not spending my money to go see a Star Trek movie again.
1: I, ah, I hear you. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the, the freebie route. I kind of took the same stance with the amazing uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I saw the first one, but I decided I was not going to pay for the second one.
3: Yeah.
1: And that's enough admitting illegal behavior on the podcast. Um.
2: (laughs) So, horror. Halloween. Scary, scary, very scary. Get your silver shamrock costumes, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight days Halloween, Halloween. Yeah, yes. Halloween, eight point days that's Halloween, silver shamrock. I knew you would pick up that baton and run with that, Dr. Bell. Thank you. God, that freaking movie scared the shit out of me. I didn't want to put a mask on my head for nothing. No, no, no. Put a mask on my head and spiders fall out and jump out of my face. No way. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, Dan, yeah,
1: there's a mindless drivel with Scott and Sarah that kind of talks about the old cheap masks we used to
2: wear, too, coming up soon, or actually but probably coming up before this, so time travel, kids. And to think that kindly old man, who was also the kindly old man in Robocop, and was also the alien in The Last Starfighter. You never trust pilot. those
1: kindly old men. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. But anyway.
1: Halloween. Park, um. Yeah, and uh, there's as we've learned talking about any game genre, there's just a shit ton of them. Um, I mean, I found some research websites, and one was the 50th scariest video games of all time, which I could I probably played a good dozen of these at least. I would say, uh, but there's a lot I never even heard of. But I mean, it's just oh, yeah, a st- staggering how how much how much we like to be scared and grossed out, I guess, uh, as a society, you know? And right down to our video games, especially our video games. I mean, there's shit in some of these video games that you will not see in an R-rated movie <laughs> because it's that nasty. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we've talked about, like, the, the Mortal Kombat, you know, kills and stuff, but... Well, yeah, and- Sarah just gave us a no behind us. <laughs> uh,
2: well, and and... <laughs> I mean, maybe we should uh, jump back, because I did notice on this list that they actually put an arcade game in here. And I was tr- trying to think what arcade games scared me. And I kind of agree with the one that's here on, on the list, and that's... I must have missed that one. What was Sin- it? Sinistar? Oh, Sinistar. Yeah, that was <laughs> it
1: used to be one of my favorite arcade games, too. Yeah,
2: But the first time I played it, though, I didn't know anything about that big, giant... Skull looking metallic head. Right. It's going to come out and just eat your ship.
3: I am in a star. Beware,
2: I live. And it, run,
3: coward!
2: Run, run, run! Yeah. And then and mean, when it would get you, it would like roar. Roar!
3: roar. roar. <laughs> just swallow well, you know, the
1: ship up. If you think about it, even like Pac Man is a pretty horrifying concept. I mean, you're running around this, this labyrinth um, collecting whatever these little magic pills are, and you're being chased by these horrible demon ghosts that will, you know, like, floating, you know, uh, spectral jellyfish that will sting you to death when when they hit you, unless you get the super special pill and then you go and, and literally devour, you know, these things that are following you, so... Not really a kid's concept, uh, right from the gate there, but, um, you yeah. know, that's har- hardly what you would consider a, a horror video game or supernatural video game.
2: Yeah, so you just run around and, you know, you run from ghosts, because you're probably hallucinating, and then you take some nice drugs and you take <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah man, no. I can beat the ghost now. <laughs>
1: I mean there's so many and, and it's just I mean, you never know where to begin but I mean we talked about some in like our history of video games and you've played a lot of ones that I haven't which is like the Silent Hill series and um what was it uh, Resident Evil I mean I think I tried one of the early Resident Evils
2: Oh no 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 see that's 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 the uh I mean I played what was it I I played the first Resident Evil and I did it sitting in a dark room with nothing on it but the TV. And it was just a small TV, and I had a PlayStation 1. And I was walking in you know, one of the opening scenes. There hadn't been really much happening. I'm going through the mansion, and all of a sudden, I go by a window, and this, 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 the, this dog leaps through the glass window that I just passed. And, uh, and we're like, not talking ah. old yeller here,
1: folks. We're not talking like a fluffy terrier. Dog. No, it's like, no. A,
2: it's like a Doberman with no skin. Yeah. I mean, even though the graphics were, you know, not as good as today, but I still was just like, oh my God. And it was like, I had to turn the light on. I was like, and then I tried to play some more and I was like, I I, I can't play this in a room by myself in the dark. No way. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, uh, because I had a prescription, uh, prescription, subscription to PlayStation magazine. Mm-hmm. Wait, this isn't supposed to be about consoles. Shh. Shh. Uh. But they had discs with demos of games, and on there was a was uh, one for, si- like, the first or second Silent Hill. And, or at least I think it was Silent Hill, but you were running around with a flashlight, and the only way to keep the creatures away from you was to turn a flashlight on. And, I, and then, like, I'm walking around, and I whip around with a light, and there's some, like, demonic baby thing coming at me across the floor. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Forget it. I've never played another Silent Hill game. It's like, nope, 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 I'm out. Yeah,
1: and when I I was doing notes for this, I made what I called my nope list, you know, for games that I never even really had any desire to play. (laughs) And uh, I've actually broken... uh, Well, I mean, I've actually started to play a couple of these and then decided I won't have to ever again. Um, And my list is, like, any of the Resident Evil games, basically. Um, Left for dead...
2: i ahead. I played Resident Evil Two. Um, that one wasn't as bad. That for some reason I got into that a little more. Maybe it's because you could run around outside through a city. It wasn't as claustrophobic inside one yeah. place. So, but go ahead. You were you were, to, you were talking about Left for Dead.
1: Uh, well, I actually bought Left for Dead Two, which is you know huge. Which is a zombie game, but it's like running zombies and exploding zombies and acid spitting zombies and. Not the good old fashioned Romero. Right. I
2: I could out, you know, stagger you zombies. No, this is those those massive, because I played Left 4 Dead 1 with, you know, like all of a sudden these hordes will just run at you and all you're going to do is shoot, which in a lot of respects, I don't find that as scary even though you're constantly being attacked it's it's because you're con- there there's not like there's not as much downtime you're already pumped and you're there yeah you know it's like there's 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 no letting your guard down you know you know it's coming and it always comes there's no they don't seem to I'm not saying it's not a good game I'm just saying it's not quite as scary scary probably the most scariest game I've seen recently I have I did not play it oh, this is going to sound weird, and I guess it shows that I'm getting old, is I've been watching playthroughs of people playing games. <laughs> yeah. And I watched Markiplier. I don't know if you've ever seen him. No. He's pretty Maybe. funny. Because yeah. he has a split screen, and he's up in the corner, and he's a he's pretty much a goofball. But I watched him play Alien Isolation.
3: Man, there's oh, no, yeah. There's
2: no way I could play that game. I don't think I've got the the hand coordination and the patience. I've
1: almost downloaded it a couple times from, from my... Corsair friends, and uh, no, I just, I decided no, I'm, this is, it's a 16 gigabyte game that I'm going to be able to play for half an hour before I get sick of the alien destroying me. No, <laughs> so,
2: the alien doesn't even really come till like for, further on. Yeah, I, I was surprised how long it took. There's then like, that's
1: even worse, then my sanity would snap before I
2: even get well, killed in the game. And, because and you play just, you play Ripley's daughter in the game. Yeah, yeah. And uh. you, you go to. They supposedly find the, uh, the flight recorder for the Nostromo.
3: Final report of the commercial Starship Nostromo. Third officer reporting. The other members of the crew Kane. Lambert. Parker. Brett. Ash.
2: You, you end up on a big space station that's being demoed, you know, it's gonna be sold or scrapped or whatever, so it's Good. run down. And then, so, oh, there's a quarantine because something got on board the ship. Da da da. Ripley?
0: I'm Samuels. I work for the company. about your mother we think we may have found her Amanda a commercial vessel the Anisadora, has recovered what we believe to be the flight recorder unit of the Nostromo where Zeta reticular what did it tell you we don't know The unit was taken to Sevastopol Station. It's... Proprietorial material, so the company wants it to be collected as soon as possible. Sevastopol's a supply depot in the region. It's a... a Permanent Freeport I know what it is. Transit's arranged. There's a courier ship called the Torrens heading out that way in two days. We're going to travel out... Uh, We. Me, and another exec, and you, if you're willing. Look, Ripley, when this job came across my desk, I read the case history. I know why you're working in the region where she went missing. You're still looking. Aren't you? I've been cleared to offer you a place on the torrents if you want to come along. Maybe there'll be some closure for you.
3: Mm. You know, so
2: something was brought up... From... We heard this before, yes. Yeah, so... Yeah. And then when, when the alien finally does come, it's like first you think you're you're you know this is a spoiler so jump ahead about I don't know 30 <laughs> seconds first you think you're you, it's just one alien on the ship but then it turns into the movie aliens right there's a lot of damn aliens on this on, on on the entire station oh really okay. but you gotta you gotta crawl through ducks you gotta hide under tables there's a lot of... This game is stealth. This game is not balls to the wall running and shoot. There, there are moments when you're when you're supposed to run, but most of them it's all about being sneaky. And the one that really got me, even watching the playthrough, is um, there's a point to where Ripley, I can't remember her 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 daughter. Mark was calling her uh, Ripley Jr., <laughs> where she gets to put a space suit on because she's going to go outside of, of the station. And she takes the helmet and she turns it and she's looking I- into it. And all of a sudden, like drool comes down and drips on the helmet. And she ah. looks up and there's an alien there and then it blacks out. And you're like, what the hell happened? And then nice. she And then and then she wakes up later and she's all, you know, strapped up. Cocooned up. But yeah, yeah, nice. Okay yeah so did
1: we at least get the gratuitous panty shot with her too
2: uh no I, I don't remember seeing one no but wait opportunity but that that looks like a really good game <laughs> if you've got patience for it and yeah there's like some some you know there's some puzzles alright I gotta jump across this or I gotta activate this to get to a certain area and then there's oh, what's even scarier than aliens is the damn, um, uh, the damn androids, um, are look like look like humans, but looks like the old crash tests. They they look like very humanoid versions of crash crash test dummies, right? With, with white glowing eyes, and then when they get angry, they grow, glow red. So you see these white eyes just in the darkness, and they'll be like. I'm not going to hurt you. Please stand still, and then they start to choke you. <laughs> I'm here to help you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I never trust the robots. Yeah, Fuck that.
2: Yeah, and and then they'll do these jump scares where you walk by one, you think it's deactivated, and it'll be like, Brow! <laughs> jump out and grab your leg, and you got to beat it with a hammer. Get off me. What do you need to know today?
1: See, I, I'm going to kind of. Well, I mean, like the reason actually, like Left for Dead is one of my scarier or my nopeless game is because it's not that it's as a particularly scarier the jump scares it's it's kind of my general fear of all first person shooters and that it's just too fucking fast for me you know I just um, Oh yeah. I am fully convinced that I made the right decision never to go into the military <laughs> <laughs> because I would either be so dead so quickly on a battlefield or such a liability for my <laughs> my mates that I would just no I I chose the right yeah, the right path for our country by remaining a civilian. Um, <laughs> if Shooters have taught me anything. Um,
2: Yo, kill everybody. Oh, my yeah. God.
1: But also on my note list, I played this game called Darkfall, uh, which is like flat-out kind of exploration ghost story. Played for like ten minutes, and it was just too fucking spooky. You know, shit, just not even... Overt stuff, it's it's the in the shadows, and did I just see that, and now, screw that, mm. heart's not strong enough. Silent Hill series, Dead Space, which is very alien-like game, but with space zombies, you know, mm-hmm. kind of love that. No need for that in my life. Um, there was another, like, science fiction, science, a science horror one called Fear. The Bioshock games always just look really creepy and, you know... Uh, generally, any game with like a creepy kid in the plot of the game. No, s- I'm not really a fan of Japanese horror movies for the same reasons. Um, Walking Dead's Clementine, accepted from the Telltale Games. We love you, Clem, you're a little badass. And Five Nights at Freddy's. I've read enough about that to know that I'm never playing that game. So
2: well, I watched. Uh, I watched. <laughs> I watched the same guy that did the um, the Alien Isolation. Play through that was like 14 or 15 episodes and i clocking in at about 12 to 14 hours of videos. Yeah. wow. Uh, yeah, I was really feeling bad one week and I basically just sat there and I watched them all on my phone. Yeah.
1: Save time, you know. You know, It's another, but, they won't check out the list. You don't have to play that one.
2: It's, well, yeah, because if I was I to play... I should do that more often. <laughs> if I was to play that game, oh my God, it would take me forever. It would take yeah. me so much longer to...
1: I'd never get out from under the fucking table. I'd be, you know, it would be all over. I'd be like, just, well, there's, just kill that, me quickly, kill me quickly. <laughs> there's parts of
2: that game that you could hide in a freaking... You could hide in a cabinet, and the alien walks outside the cabinet... You
1: yeah, know, and, no. and, and, and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Right. No. Sarah, give us a note. No. Yeah, there we go. Exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, any on your note list that you, well, I mean, we're, we seem to be kind of one mind on that. That's just the really, uh, I, said, I, don't, I don't mind bloody. I don't mind weird. I just mind weird, bloody, and fast really is kind of what I, atmospheric. I, uh, I made a little list here. Well, about I, you know what makes a good scary video game.
2: I kind of wanted to play Dead Space, but if it's it probably reminds me too much like the movie Event Horizon, which scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know because one of the lead characters in that movie, his name is Bill,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and his dead wife is calling to him, and there was one scene where he's like in a uh, he's in an air vent, and then all of a sudden and it's dead quiet and it's cedar and the screen goes black and it's because it was like like the lights were f- fading in and out. Yeah, yeah. And then she she calls his name and she, she, she either said Bill, Billy, or William, but it was like, Bill. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, shit. And then it comes back up and she's sitting there in the duct with him and her eyes are all black and I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, no, I, I don't think I can deal with sh- – with zombies in space either. I, no, no. There's you no know, need for I'm, it. I'm getting old. I don't know if I want things to jump out and scare me anymore. You know, yeah. Alien Isolation is all like sound design
1: and atmosphere. and I mean, the graphics, obviously. The graphics are kind of almost a given nowadays. You have to have almost photorealistic to satisfy anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, plot and difficulty. Lighting. I mean... There's this one I, I've got kind of my like top five list of uh of scariest like gaming moments. I don't know if you've done anything similar, but I'm sure you pull a couple off the top of your head mm-hmm. um, I said a lot of mine are from like non horror type games, but it's just because it has all these other elements you know it's just very immersive is usually what it comes down to. Uh, mine, and this is on my note list, too. I played a game called Rake for a little bit. And it's kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's in that you're kind of like this, you know, Sasquatch, you know, Bigfoot hunter. <laughs> where you're, you're looking for this uh, creature named Rake, which is like out in know Connecticut friggin' woods or something. Um, and you're like set up in a little you know, Winnebago. is your little research lab. And you, you run around in the forest during the daytime setting up, like, surveillance cameras. And so you can set up some traps, and there's deer and shit out there, and you've got a shotgun. Um, but mostly you want to set up these cameras, and then you go back and monitor for the night. And, you know, you you can check the different cameras and um, pan a little bit with each camera and occasionally see a, a deer walk by or whatever. And, you know... It, it, deep into the first night you know two of the cameras go out and you have to decide whether you want to go check on them and fix them you know the game suggests that you go out and check on the cameras and see what happened to them and being a veteran of games like this i'm like fuck that i'm staying in my trailer till dawn thank you kindly doesn't care yeah (laughs) and uh, um, that's about as far as I got because I mean it just got too hard and I was not ever going to go out into that forest looking to see what was wrong with my cameras because I knew it was something really really bad actually watched some of the uh, fan video or you know gameplay videos of that um and spoilers like the second night you know apparently you wake up and there's like a pig's head on a stake and your <laughs> campsite, and eventually rake comes closer and closer and ransacks your camp and and kills you horribly in your winnebago so that's all i need to know to know i never need to play that game um <laughs> one of my first uh the transition from 2D fallout to 3D fallout and fallout 3 was a very jarring experience for me and i think the first time like a rad scorpion or a super mutant came running at me or oh, those mirelurks those uh, lurk Myer-Lurk things mirelurks were those not giant fun crab those giant, evil indestructible flies that come at you um, not not the easy to kill ones but the the, the really nasty ones later Oh, what, the ones in in New Vegas, the Carazadors, whatever? No, that might be, yeah, maybe those are just New Vegas, but, um, yeah, anything in general, I mean, you know, we used to be able to play Fallout 2, and it was, you could see the thing coming at you, but this is the thing really coming at you, and it was kind of one of my first 3D games like that, and it was like, holy shit, I'm not sure I can, I never thought I'd do well at that game, and...
2: Well, probably know, because, you can, because you can because you could pause that game and like Yeah, that's the only okay, thing. Okay, let me let me yeah. think here. What am I going to do? All right, I'm going to choose this weapon All right, I'm going to aim for the face. Okay. All right. Let's see if this works. Oh no, shit, that didn't work. All right. All right. All right. Don't panic. Don't panic. Let's uh, let's let's uh let me try taking this drug and let me try pumping my health up and then, oh my god. Oh my god. That didn't work either. Yeah, but it's still a little stressful. But but sometimes they just jump out and you you don't even have time to react and you're yeah you're dead.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, freaking
2: super mutants, they're fast.
1: Man. Yeah, they can
2: be. And then some of those insects are even faster. Whereas uh. <laughs> <laughs> whereas uh, the great Christopher Walk would say, the fast.
1: Oh man. <laughs> Well, my number three is a game called The Forest, which I actually found on like Steam Early Access. And I'm a big fan of, like, survival games, and which are very boring to some people. I mean, some are literally... I have one where you literally are on a desert island and, you know, have to chop wood and build your cabin and your fire and hunt for crabs and cook your crabs, and it's really mundane. But this is kind of your crash from an airplane... basically going through the, the wreckage of the airplane and the bodies strewn about you and it's just, the graphics are amazing and very atmospheric and there's these basically fast cannibal humanoids that live on whatever island you crashed on and they come after you pretty quickly and they're the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life and I won't be playing that game anymore.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the forest though, I mean if you like survival horror games this is like top notch. And you probably get it for fairly cheap on Steam, so there's my plug for that. Um, two that are not anywhere near a horror game: is Far Sky and Subnautica, which are underwater games. They're kind of survival underwater games. Essentially, same idea that your Far Sky is—you've crashed your submarine, is imploded in the sea, and somehow you survived and made it to this little rudimentary. You know, undersea fort that your organization is set up, and you have to survive undersea and find parts of a submarine and get it together to get back to the surface. Mm. Um, but it's just so the graphics are so amazing, swimming around, and you know you'll get attacked by a shark, you know, from out of nowhere, and there's giant manta rays floating above you and yeah, squids so yeah, and whales, and it's just so immersive. It's just like everything, and you're literally, you know.
2: Up, down, and all around—you know. You yeah, can really see I got enough problems <laughs> with just you know working on one dimension. Let, yeah. let alone have to worry about what's underneath you and what's above you too. Yeah, especially uh, when they've got fins and lots of freaking teeth,
1: sharp um, with teeth. And finally, I just—I got to give—go old school and say Doom was probably my first—you know—jump scare holy shit, I'm actually being attacked by something that's running at me in 3D game, because that was the same, you know, it was kind of the, most the granddaddy of first-person shooters,
2: so. But now, are are you talking the older Dooms? Yeah, you know, just. Yeah, because those those weren't that bad, but then when I played, like, the newer one, that was. Oh, no, but
1: just, like, the first Doom that came out was the first of its kind, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, the first XCOM would be nothing to us now, but it was such a cool concept, and and that was even scary in a way that you get to... Well, yeah, the, well, that, was,
2: that was scary and frustrating because you, you mm-hmm. didn't know where the aliens were, and then as you progressed to the game and fought tougher aliens, they would just appear, and you'd have to Uh-oh. figure out how to take them out, which I've got the new XCOM game, and it's... Yeah, me too. I, it's nice. I, I like that one, too. And then I guess now there's an update, or there's another <laughs> XCOM. Spoiler, I don't know. Did you finish the first XCOM yet?
1: Yeah, I
2: think so. Well, because uh, I, I haven't finished it, but from list, from watching the stuff for the next XCOM game that comes out, I guess your character gets frozen in suspended animation for, I don't know, like 30 or 20 years, and I guess the aliens pretty much won, and now you're like in a rebellious, uh, you're like a freedom f- fighter in a mobile ship. Ooh. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and that's that's what the new one's about. <laughs> So.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I just had a cat attack. My
2: fault.
1: It was a jump scare. I threw the cat at Sarah. I
3: didn't, <laughs> I'm not
1: used to her being at that place on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, when I use the catapult, there's nobody there to be catapulted upon. Spring.
3: Sorry. Wow. <laughs>
2: so, do you have any, uh, you know, a, a best of? Oh, yeah, yeah. List? The uh, Go for probably. I was just thinking, when I was looking through the list, I had totally forgot, but the one game that I think wrapped up all the qualities of a horror game and just scared me was, uh, but I still kept playing because I had to finish it, was The the Thing. There is so much going on in that game. It is unbelievable because you you pick up at the end of the movie um, with another group that goes into... For anybody that hasn't seen the thing, basically there was an alien found in the ice. It was taken back... If you
1: haven't seen the thing, go watch it right now. Don't yeah. listen to the rest of this podcast. You're
2: not allowed. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah we got to call some old-school nerd creds on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you, you're fighting an alien that can take on the form of anything, hence the name of the thing. So, uh, And at the end of the thing, there was two guys left in the burnt-out U.S. base up in the Arctic, or is it the right. Antarctic? I'm not sure which it was. Um, and Childs, right? The Gradian Childs, yeah. yep. And you're not sure if one of them is a creature or not and uh, it basically ends with them and they they kind of get frozen in the ice. Well, the movie So this is the
1: rescue team basically. This is the rescue so team the comes
2: and there's nobody there. There's no bodies there. Mm. And you go through and it's it's all about you rediscovering what what happened to them. But what is freaking crazy is there's a there's a uh, and this is the, I don't know if it's common in all games now, but there was like a fear thing to where you the guys you you were with would become afraid and they would start to freak out. Oh, like the par- paranoia scale, sort of. yeah. Right, right, and they would get they would get they would think you're a creature, you know, you're infected, you're infected, and you would have to test each other, right? And yeah. then, you know, and then inevitably one one of your guys was a creature, um, and then like say say there was something you just found like a body that had been transformed by the thing or you guys have killed something then like one of your guys would just turn to the he would just t- turn to the side and barf like bah! nice okay and, and and then he would have the shakes and everything i know one time i i swore that one of the guys in my that i had two guys with me and this one guy was just freaking out he's getting up in my face and i'm thinking he's an alien so i shot him he was not an alien I was like, "Oh my
1: god!" Oh, just, my bad. Just, oh, geez! I just
2: murdered one of my own guys. I'm
1: sure that'll be okay. Oh, yeah.
2: And then when I did that, the other guys like, "What did you just do? Oh my god! You guys, you're." So then, then I had to kill them both. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you can't leave witnesses. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> well, and and plus, the only way you could save the game. Remember, uh, Kurt Russell had a tape recorder, and he would talk kid You know, he he was doing tapes. Yeah. That yeah. was the only the only way you could save your game was to find a tape recorder. Oh no shit. Okay, that's it's clever. Yeah. And one of the scenes that you know you you because you you would have to run out, outside the base and then go inside and then there's other you know you're you're walking through the snow and then at one point I get inside a building. I'm walking through the building and I'm 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 turning my guy to the left I'm looking straight I turn to the right and I look out a window and there is the goddamn thing it's just walking there was no music there was no cue if I hadn't turned and saw it at that time I wouldn't have even seen it and it's just shuffling and it, and then I hear it it's shuffling out, out in the snow and I jump away from the window and it it didn't see me, but it was going towards the back of the building to where I had came in. So I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get to the front of the building." Uh, but you can pick up flamethrowers. You can test your guys. Um, it's, it was, and then you get involved in like a whole government cover up. Oh yeah, of course. To where there's like you go to another base, and um, to to you know you find out the government is trying to. Use the thing because they knew about it. Blah blah blah. Because yeah. that never ends badly in science fiction movies. No, no. And I think actually John <laughs> Carpenter gave his likeness to one of the doctors in the at, one, one of the scientists. So then you got to break out of the out of the uh, out of the science base. And there was a scene where I was up in a um, I was up in a. Air traffic control tower with a sniper rifle, and I was trying to shoot out like shoot the guys down on the tarmac in the snow <laughs> and like shoot out the uh the uh the tires on a plane and, and stuff like that to prevent it from taking off. It's it was a really good game. I mean, it was probably the best, scared me the most, kept me on edge the whole time. I don't think I could play it now. I mean the graphics. It was back in. The, I want to say it was back in the early early two thousands, if not the late nineties. But it's still,
1: like pretty sweet. And yeah. the, the, the
2: like gameplay videos of what I've seen since is yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's. I highly recommend that game. That was an awesome game. So probably another one that I remember playing that was frustrating and scary, but was really basic in its graphics was. Um, alone in the dark and never got around to that one but it sounded intriguing it was almost
1: like uh, lovecraftian right sort yeah
2: and, and it was ca- kind of like a hybrid between a like the old games to where you would you know like Zork you know you would do this and then do that well you yeah. you had to do things in a certain order in order to a certain time frame or else you would die you know and you'd have to start over again so it was uh, yeah it was it was uh scary Um, Half-Life was was uh, those damn headcrabs
1: yeah I had that on my list too that was that was one of those that was like so immersive when it first came out and just so revolutionary and in its storytelling you know you were just the silent guy Gordon Freeman going to work and all yes. of a sudden, all interdimensional hell breaks out. <laughs> yeah, and I, I never got to finish that one. I only got so far in that because there were just, it got to
2: the puzzles, I just could not figure oh, I, I, them out I ter- after a while. I turned on the cheats and, and I made, made, made my way through it because it was. I
1: think I just, I ended up getting on the online and just and just doing the, you know, it was the first days of like multiplayer deathmatch and shit too, so I was like all into that. and... So it was like the one multiplayer shooter that I've ever actually been able to get like more than a 1 to 50 kill to death ratio on. So. You know, one that a lot Because <laughs> they had rocket launchers and I could just <laughs>
2: run and shoot lots of people with rocket launchers. It's always fun. One, one that I'm sure that a lot of people don't think really is a horror game, but the first time I played it, um, it was... Difficult and it was scary, and that's uh, Minecraft because if you don't play Minecraft on the explore or the God mode, it's mm-hmm. really you have to build build some type of structure, you know, and and get yourself safe before the zombies come out at night. Yeah, it's right. Like... And not only that, you got you got the creepers that once they get within a certain radius of you, blow themselves up. So yeah. depending on what you make your 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 stand in, or what, what you you know do there, they can wipe out walls and everything. So I mean, yeah. I I had a fun time with that. You know, of course you can hear them coming, but those damn skeletons have bows and arrows, so they're a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know, you walk by a window, oh man, what the hell hit me? Yeah. And then you got to search yeah. for food. You've got to try to build stronger places to live. Yeah, and that's the classic survival horror game, and those are the ones,
1: that's like, that's the forest, basically, too. Forest is, you know, you're dropped in the middle of nowhere and have to start from scratch, and you have bad shit coming at you all the time, so yeah. Yeah, Yeah, anything like that, and I I just still, I keep buying them, I just keep playing and, and like, getting so frustrated after dying horribly, you know, before I even have my first cabin built, um and I just keep buying them.
3: (laughs) It's like
2: one of these freaking games I'm going to be able to beat. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't really like being scared that much anymore. But, man, so many games do. They just jump out and grab you. Yeah, and even like I mean first time I played Skyrim and
1: I got attacked by a dragon, it's just like <laughs> you know, heart starts thumping. <laughs> ah! It's like it's like, well, I may not survive this in the game or in real life. That's just kind of exciting. <laughs> some uh, we got to talk about supernatural themed games too and not all of them are, are so you know nasty to play and i've got a small list of some of the ones i've played like and we talked about the thing being like almost a proper sequel to the john carpenter movie but ghostbusters the game that they came out with a few years back is amazing and it's just like it's it is, a, it is Ghostbusters 3, and, and whatever they're planning on actually making for a movie theater after that isn't going to be as good, because this has all the Ghostbusters voices and a full plot, and, um, you know, it's amazing graphics, and it's just, it's like being there, it's like straight, well, you are, you strap on, a, you're a new Ghostbuster, you strap on the Neutron Pack and, mm. and go to work with Venkman and the boys, and... It's truly amazing. Um, it's it's just like being in the movie. Hey, it's the new cadet! Welcome aboard! This might be a little dangerous. Great. Danger is our life. We'll start at 50% capacity. That should keep any burning or tissue damage to a minimum. Hey, if you're gonna burn any tissue, do it to the new kid. You can't use Ray. Our mortgage is in his name. I guess he's right. What's your name again, kid? No names, Ray. I don't want to get too attached to this kid. You know, just in case... <laughs> you remember, whatever the last guy? Ghost Master, for those of you that like the simulation games and like management games, this is kind of an older one, but I know you can find it on Steam. And it's essentially, you play the ghosts, and it puts you in these different situations, and you have different ghosts at your beck and call, depending on your experience, and they have different powers. Uh, you know, you can summon kind of your your standard electrical interference poltergeists, and that does a certain amount of scare damage to the people. You're you're basically trying to scare people out of these different houses. Hmm. And, you know, you can eventually get up to... It's just such a great parody of every horror movie out there. I mean, you've got a Cabin in the Woods type situation. You've got a Scare the... Uh, you know the college students out of their dorm you know the sorority girl massacre type situation uh texas chainsaw massacre you know poltergeist itself you know you go down the list of of horror and supernatural movies and and you know there will be something in there for for fans of that and so something i've enjoyed playing quite a bit um really doubt. an MMO that I don't know how popular it got but it's still out there and now it's free to play it's called The Secret World and I tried this I think I only uh, had a cheap sale on Steam for it and now it's free to play but it's kind of like a, an Illuminati and um, you're kind of like this person with supernatural powers and you can decide to be with one of three factions and there's a lot of love like one of the first towns you go to is very like Dunwich Horror, Shadow over Innsmouth, you know, HP Lovecraft stuff, and, and it's kind of neat. I don't know how much longer it's going to be around because it's it's been going for about six, seven years, and I don't think it's hugely popular, but... Hmm. <clears throat> One of the best zombie games I've ever played um, is called DayZ, and it was actually a free modification for the Arma 2 engine... Oh, really? It's like a really intense uh, military simulation from a few years back, and um, yeah, it's it's totally like open world, and there's still a lot of servers going, and it's kind of totally open world, almost to too much of an extent that it's like if you're a mile away from, you know, the the nearest village <laughs> to sca- scavenge for stuff, it's it's gonna feel like you're running a mile in the video game because it's so expansive and the maps are so big. Um, but they've literally figured out just about everything you want to do in there as far as zombie survival, you can do you know crafting and and scrounging through houses and building houses or you know making barricades and 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 the online community I mean there's some servers that are specifically like just player versus environment, and then there's player versus player where. Anybody you come across may be better armed than you and just kill you for your shit, and that happens way too much sometimes for it to be fun, but, you know, it, it'll take you five minutes to hook up to the server, and then in 30 seconds someone will murder you for your your piece of bread that you're deployed when you first <laughs> log on, but whatever, it's, it's, it's lots of fun. Um, Jeez. Uh, did you ever play the old, uh, there was a few old vampire games I played, like Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, Bloodlines, and they had another one out, which was pretty high
2: end, like 3D role playing for its day. No, I never actually. Yeah i I wanted to, but for some reason, I just never picked them up, or just the, yeah. the, just just the timing wasn't right. Because there was a few years when I was in the service that I got, was out of video games, and then after I got out of the Navy, I, I uh, get married. There was a few years that I was, you know, where I was really into back then. I was really into. um uh the command and Cocker um series type games you know real time strategy games yeah yeah you know or or turn based strategy but i think back during that time frame one that i did play was the phantasmagoria which was like we never got around to that one was like yeah. like you know you could click this click that and it was all like a it was all live action done behind green screens and stuff Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that Buffy in it? Was uh it like, no, I don't think so. But you know, it had like, you know, glimpses of nudity or it's like ooh, ah, ooh. Ah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: You know, ooh, it's got sexual themes in it. Ooh. Yeah, which
1: would be tame compared to some oh, themes yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't even care anymore. There's like yeah, there's whole YouTube videos of, you know, all the sex scenes and Mass Effect and stuff. It's like, yeah, alright. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know where the real porn is. I don't have to watch a video game character. <laughs> Screw it. But, you know, if real really feeling that randy. I, I don't know. But um, Yeah, I mean, actually, that's kind of almost what I, I've always kind of been on the hunt for, like, the perfect vampire video game. And, and as you said, you were talking about your Highlander idea. And I think, like, an MMO of, like, Vampire the Masquerade would have been awesome. And I wish someone could go ahead and do it. And I, have you ever played a good werewolf game? I was thinking about this the other day, and there's just, like, no good werewolf games. And wouldn't you love to do, like, a GTA werewolf, just tear <laughs> across, like, an English countryside and hmm. seeing how many peasants you could friggin' maul and turn into other werewolves? And... Hi, you could just, like, <laughs> hijack a wagon. I'm... And my girlfriend
2: is all like, can be Like, I don't know you. I'm out of here. Help like, me. <laughs> I don't really know if there's been any, like, real... Uh, it seems like everything in video games has been... I mean, the vampire genre's been touched, but werewolves, zombies, and mummies. You know what? I did play a, I guess one was a mummy, um, Raven's Loft. It was a D&D game. Oh, right, yeah. And yeah. then and then there was one with mummies, too. And I don't. I think there might have been werewolves in that game. I'm not sure. There were some good Ravenloft mods
1: for, uh, like, the Neverwinter Nights series of D&D games mm-hmm. that I got to play. And actually, one of the best zombie games survival games I ever played was an independent mod on on the first ever Winter Nights and it had its own server for a while and it was just really great role playing because you'd go in there real time with other people you know and you'd just be chatting away and be like you'd make you know they're all like you have to role play in this pick a character and pick a background and people were really into it for a while so that was a lot of fun but it's hard to wrangle you know enough people for anyone who has a busy life, like us older folk, you know, it's uh, it's hard to wrangle enough friends to make a compelling online role playing experience, but I'd still love to get into it sometime.
2: Yeah, I used to play well I, well, I mean, I used to do a lot of online role playing and I but believe we'll still have a show coming up for that. I don't think we've we haven't Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play with a large group of friends that that we would, you know, we one, I think I said before on one of the first shows or so of like playing through till the sun came up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, what happened? I, I've been playing a video game since like ten o'clock at night to six o'clock in the morning.
1: Not hard to do on some of them, that's for sure. Especially
2: those damn MMO ones. Well, yeah. now it's hard when you're in your <laughs> in your late forties and you sit in a chair too long and all the blood <laughs> goes to your feet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm old. Yeah. Uh, it's not. There's been,
1: you know, very, long, you know, there were 25 year olds that have dropped dead from that shit. So we should, yeah, it's knock true. Them that's rug. true. And that's the
2: scariest thing about video games. <laughs> you got to keep your feet up. You got to put your feet up horizontal. So that's which that sucks because then you got to twist your whole body to keep your hands on the keyboard. Yeah. Important <laughs> tips, kids. So elevate your feet. Find some, you know, drink plenty of fluids. Yeah. Cut cut if a hole in the bottom of your seat. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: plenty of yeah plenty of fluids that don't include like the amount of coffee I drink and the amount of mountain dew you probably drink
2: <laughs> well I I, I am uh, I am over a week now I have not had uh, any mountain dew got your seven day chip man all right yeah for you good for
3: you, <laughs> good for you.
2: <laughs> that's Girl. that's that's why I was uh, you want to talk about horror that's why last weekend I was on the couch watching Gilmore girls with my wife. 'Cause I had no choice. Although now now for some reason I like Gilmore Girls. Right? <laughs> the dangers of Mountain Dew withdrawal, you may start watching Gilmore Girls.
3: Yeah. If you're out-
2: Although, my wife's like, why are you watching the show? And I go, well, Lauren Graham's hot. And I'm like, wait, that wasn't what I should have said, was it? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you should have gone with the, I'm not drinking Mountain Dew, I can't move. <laughs> and then my wife's like, well, what do you mean by that? I'm like, well, that's a pretty tight shirt she's wearing. You know, I'm just going to lay back here on the couch and not say anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm to put the shovel down and stop digging my own <laughs> grave. <laughs>
2: So you said you did play some Silent Hill, right? Or you started? Oh, a... I no, I just played the demo for like five, ten minutes, yeah. and yeah, I, I is... was like, no, no.
1: Which all I have needed to know is, I mean, I've read, you know, Pyramid Head is all I need to know to know I'll never need to play that
2: one. Yeah, because I didn't know that Pyramid Head in my game. No fucking thank you. Because no. I saw that cosplayed, and I had no. I'm like, what the hell is that? Is that? And then um, I was flipping through the channels when I still had cable and, and on like sci-fi they, they had one of the Silent Hill movies and I was like oh mm-hmm. that's where that guy comes from now speaking of current video
1: game news I just read recently they were producing a new Silent Hill game big money, like uh, Guillermo de Toro was uh, involved in it, and um, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead was actually, like, one of the actors in it. Yeah, but then didn't it, like... Yeah, it crashed. It crashed, right? They pulled it. It's not being put out, so it's one of those... We'll have to do a show someday of the great bin, you know, the great pile of games that have never been released, that, like, had huge hype behind them, like that one Star Trek game we talked about. Oh, yeah. And that just never happened for whatever reason, and uh, that will require probably some research and finding out reasons why they never happened, which I'll
2: probably do that. Um, but, yeah, that's a good topic. I like my my, my great Highlander game that would never come to Hmm.
1: <laughs> well, there was actually, like, an old... Uh, I was waiting for it, too. There was, like, this superhero game that was supposed to come out, like, early 90s, and it was called Guardians or something like that, or Guardians of Justice, I think it was. I'll have to Google that and see if any trace of it exists or it was just a dream. (laughs) But uh, another scary game, uh, we actually had, not an email, but a comment on the Facebook page from uh, Carlos Silva, one of our listeners, and he said, you guys have to bring up a game called Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. It was marketed as this super creepy game, but I don't think it delivered. The creepy was based on the damage you took, and it was too easy. I really don't know too much about this game, but I, I remember hearing about it, and I've read a little bit on it, but it had this interesting, like, kind of damage system, which a lot of games have kind of adopted since then, but it, it had, like, your, an insanity meter. You know, so it was, this was very, like, H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft, and, and H.P. Lovecraft was all about monsters that drove you frickin' nuts before they ate you, um, or possessed you, or whatever. Uh, and so this, I guess, you went through the story, and you would encounter things that would task your sanity, you know, <laughs> and to push it to its limits, and and presumably if, if you went too far on the insanity uh, meter that you would just crack and... You know, kind of like a morale check, because I've, I've played, like,
3: I've played oh, tactical yeah.
1: games where if your morale gets too low, I've actually played a Cthulhu-based um, tactical game. That's what I should actually mention. Cursed Land, Cthulhu, the Cursed Land, is, like, a, a tactical combat-based system, but you're battling, like, you know, the old ones and shit. So, yeah, you that actually has, like, an insanity gauge, too, which I'm sure harkens back to Eternal Darkness, you know, it's definitely a nod to that, but, you know, if your morale gets low enough in some games, you'll you'll go nuts and you'll accidentally chop off the head of one of your teammates, you know, yeah. happens. Um, <laughs> so, great, interesting concept, and Carlos must have played this to know that much about it, but um, never did the GameCube thing, and by the looks of it, I don't think it came out for anything else. It, uh, what I'm reading here says it was planned for the Nintendo 64, but they decided they needed a Superman game instead, I guess, so there you go. And anyone who knows Superman 64 knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man, but uh, you gotta go back, I mean, you remember Castlevania, and wasn't there I remember an old arcade game was just I don't think it was Castlevania, but it was like Ghosts and, and. Oh, uh, ghosts and goblins? Maybe. And you were like a
2: knight and throwing swords at all these goblins and shit that were coming at you. Right. And you would start out basically in your underwear and you had to pick up your armor as you ran mm-hmm. through the forest or something.
1: There's been some interesting, um, like intellectual property attempts at games. There was like a, a Bram Stoker's Dracula for the Nintendo. That I actually did play, but it was just like, you know, the, the Francis Ford Coppola movie that came out in, like, 92, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like a shitty Nintendo game, which was just like a, a side-scroller shooter. You know, it's like they took, like, Super Star Wars and slapped a Dracula skin on it, basically. <laughs> well, um,
2: so uh, it was pretty crappy, but... Because you, uh, on the list that we had had, um, I think you've got Soul Reaver. I... I played that as well. Uh, the Legacy of Cain. I think that was on PlayStation. Yeah,
1: I think that was the second one. I ended. I played it on like the Amiga. I had like an old Amiga version of it or something, which was probably like the first iteration of it.
2: Which, that, you gain power by uh, inflicting pain. And on drink people, blood. And Drinking blood. Yeah. Blood
1: and yeah, you could literally like drain someone's blood. So that that was a good, and that was almost like an Ultima thing. I think it was at least one of them was like an Ultima top down. Mm-hmm. Type role-playing game, and yeah, you would you would attack people, and and you had to do it. You know, if you if you sucked someone's blood out in public, you know there would be people scared. And... Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and Planescape wasn't that a uh, that was a role-playing game, but it was. Uh... Uh, well, that was based on
1: the... Uh, that came out about the same time as Baldur's Gate, and it was right. a TSR Hobbies, like
2: but it was totally, Dungeons & Dragons offshoot. But it was a completely different world. It didn't really have the same rules and such. And wasn't no. there like a floating uh, skull that you talked to in that game? Yeah, you had... I don't even remember a lot about it. It was just weird.
1: I mean, it was kind of... You were... Was at it least like... The, Planescape Torment, you were like Torment, essentially dead and brought back to life. Is like it was, yeah. It was almost like you were a zombie, but not really. And it, it was just a really—I never played enough of it to to understand what the hell was going on. And maybe that's why I
2: didn't get into it. But well, it was just well. Well, what's sad is that I've I've played and beat the game, and yet that was almost to twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think they just recently... They've updated a couple of the old... I think I might have actually purchased, like, an updated version of, uh, like, Baldur's Gate where they tweaked the graphics a little bit, and I think there's a Planescape one out there, too, but I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. But I, I might. I think I'd appreciate it more now because, you know, back then I just wanted, like, more Dungeons & Dragons stuff, and this was from the same studio, so I thought that's what I was getting. Mm. Maybe you're new... Um, I never got to play this one either, but um, the designer of the alien himself, H.R. Giger, um, actually slapped his name on a game back in mid late late 80s, and I think it was kind of a text graphic adventure called Dark Seed, and there was even a Dark Seed 2, which obviously the selling point was his art, and, and it looked like you were playing... You know, his sketches and shit from Alien and it looked like some really neat designs in it. Um, Clive Barker put out a couple games talking about intellectual properties. I never got to play any of them, but that's one sick mind that if he had any input into them, I'm sure they're just twisted beyond belief.
2: Um, Yeah, I read a couple of his books and I've seen most of the movies. (laughs) So Yeah, but I don't think I've played the actual Nightbreed game. Now, Nightbreed, uh, the only one... uh, Now, there's, like,
1: another one called Jericho and the Undying, which were, like, kind of 3D shooters that came out, maybe, I want to say, early 90s. Mm. The world as we know it
0: does not exist without struggle. Our civilization is under constant assault from forces we would once have called the powers of hell. I don't have
1: it right in front of me, but... Um, Nightbreed was just kind of like an, there were actually two Nightbreed games, and they were both, like, shitty epics games, um, really nothing to speak of, but they, they kind of followed the plot of the movie, uh, but it was just kind of go around and do little quests and deliveries and fight this guy type stuff. Mm. Um, nothing too exciting, but it's kind of cool that they put it out. Um, there's a serious lack of, like, you would think that people like Stephen King, would be more adapted to video games than he has been i can't even there was only they did an adaptation of the dark half which was kind of like a text graphic adventure i never got to play it and i can't imagine
2: what you would really do in it yeah (laughs) i don't see i read those i read that book and i've seen the movie i don't know if i played a game well, if I remember, I think Dark Half was like an author. You know, big surprise: Stephen
1: King having an author as his protagonist. Um, well, and, and he writes about this one character who comes to life literally and causes mayhem.
2: Well, yeah, but the actual character was a uh, twin that yeah yeah was actually still in his skull or something or was taken out. Like spoilers. Was, oh, sorry. Come on, man. The book's like really old. You know, come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was it was bizarre. You know, in perfect king fashion. You know, it was like a conjoined twin that was discarded at birth and decided it it didn't want to be discarded at birth. I'm sure there's a abortion analogy
2: in there somewhere. I don't know. I mean, yeah, and that's never been done again in like comics or anything. <laughs> Professor Xavier. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Oh, that's right. His uh,
1: Cassandra. When that's when I stopped reading the X Men. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's when I finally put put them to bed. No. <laughs> no. No. Time travel and shit. I bought that. No. Nope, this I ain't going for. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I I can't think of much more that uh, except you know I still love my scary games. But oh, another zombie game we gotta uh, go for. I mean just for the old school isn't it really scary it's silly and it's nostalgic but there's something called the Oregon Trail and we remember the Oregon Trail from you know the old eight bit days and then this is literally looks just like the Oregon Trail except of course it's the zombie apocalypse and you make your way from one human encampment to the next and you know instead of hunting you know, uh, animals out in the wild. You're, you're you're shooting zombies while you're running around and grabbing food, and it's it's just beautiful as far as parody goes. But I mean, it's you know, the, you'll find that on Steam too. Yes, they're writing me checks now. I wish.
2: Yeah, when, um, when you got a sponsorship from Steam or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't just, know about.
1: I wish. No, one day, one day. Uh, you know, I frequently send them uh, the link to our Steam. Show that we did, you know, showing how much we love them. But I've heard no response yet. We love so. you. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Put like this letter on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Go ahead, man. Speak. Oh no, no, I was, I was, uh, I was uh, multitasking and and uh, trying to think of anything other, any other standout horror games. I don't really think I've got any standouts left. I mean, I mean, there's. I'm sure there's some out there, but none. I mean, like like the big one was the thing, and the other ones it scared the crap out of me. And, and like most games do, make me jump at certain things. And um, the Five Nights at Freddy's thing, I never played that, but again, I watched the same guy. My that I found that guy Mark Plyer from the kids were watching it. And They're like, hey, you got to see this, and then I was watching him play this game, and it was making me jump yeah. watching him play it. Because that's a freaky game where, like, Chuck E. Cheese characters come out at night if you don't. Yeah, if, yeah, if you don't yeah, keep watching, no need for that. Yeah, you and they no like need. leap into the control room and they kill you.
1: Basically, that's not entertaining to me. <laughs> and people might think I'm weird because I mean, like, yeah, this like Sim City is probably boring to a lot of people, but that stuff somewhat entertains me, and, and some scary ones do, but just not stuff like that for some reason. Something where I don't have. Well, preferably a high-caliber machine gun in my hand for
2: one. That always helps. That that always makes me feel a lot better about whatever. Yeah, because video of game Five I'm Nights at Freddy, all you have is a door control to close the door or turn on a light yeah. and turn on a camera, and you've got limited battery power. So you you have to be you 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 have to li- like you can't just hold a door closed because you, yeah. something's
1: there. That's far too poorly armed for you know supernatural shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> but I think I'm I think I'm all tapped out for horror tonight. I'm too. I'm 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 sufficiently frightened. And and you know, there's as usual, there's just well, we're old. Billions out there that that we've forgotten to talk about. Don't starve is another good one.
3: Don't starve. Uh, it's another,
1: yeah, well, it's another kind of like little. It's like a top-down, it's kind of a simple, casual survival game. I think i might have mentioned it on the Casual Games podcast. I think my um, son
2: must play that game because he's always eating something. It's,
1: it's, it's pretty neat. It's, it's hard to stay fed in that game, actually. Um, but, I mean, it's got like a weird supernatural twist that at night these, these shadows come out and start reaching towards you and attacking you, and so it's just like, really, just, you know, having to find enough wood... To survive and cook my meal wasn't bad enough. you got to throw supernatural shadows at me, too. Thank you. And that's why I don't pay for a lot of these games anymore. (laughs) Because I just kind of find it insulting that they're going to do that to my nerves, and I have to pay them for it. Uh. (laughs) But anywho... um, I actually did also I, I just recently got the goat simulator Daisy version or the goat Z version where you get to play zombie goats I oh I forgot about not that having from, that
2: I forgot about that from the last show I haven't checked that out yet and I' I've, I've,
1: I've just gotten that game called the Escapists and they have a Walking Dead mod which is officially sanctioned by the Walking Dead so I'm gonna soon dive into that as well. Uh, so I'm fighting the good fight while while you're stuck with Marvel Puzzle Quest, Bill. So hey, well I'm, I'm just saying, man. You know, one of us is still still on the job. That's all I'm saying. It's not your fault. Well, Fallout <laughs> Fallout Four will be out soon. So yeah, and and, and you said a couple of those trailers right have dropped, and there's you know they do some viral marketing for those. I'm hoping I think that might be at the the limits of my computer chip. Even because it's just it's gotta be because now my computer is like three years old and
2: and, and graphics stand still still for no man. So. Yeah, I don't know if mine'll handle it either, but I, I mean, I hope I can. So some of the stuff in there looks pretty cool. Like you can, there's the weapons are really super customizable now, yeah, like crafting nice. and
1: stuff. Well, I'm just excited about the the setting too. It's gonna be in Boston and like New England, so that'll be neat. Um, so I know that area of the world a little better than I know anything else that's been in Fallout. So mm. it'll be neat. It'll be neat. Not quite as. I mean, it's not going to be Fallout Three was so awesome and Fallout Vegas because you know the obvious you know landmarks and shit that that we all know from those places. But Fallout Boston is going to be pretty pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> All right, kids. Happy Halloween. No Councils for old men. And
2: keep slaying those zombies, I guess. What are you No, because you said Happy Halloween again. That brought me back to the start of the show. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Get your green shamrock costumes down.
1: Oh. that's another one. Got That's f- another one. Why, we, we haven't had a good uh, Friday the 13th. There is actually a, a little more game news, though. I think oh. I just oh, read wait, recently. There's more.
3: That,
1: yeah, the, there's wait, always there's more. more. But somebody is trying to crowd, crowdfund a decent um, Friday the 13th game. <laughs> and there's been, like, one or two attempts over the years. Wasn't there like an old Nintendo Friday the 13th or something? Oh, which yeah. I'm sure was just atrocious. And you know, but somebody's trying to do like a GTA Jason or something, which has obvious, you know, mm. attractiveness for anyone who's twisted as we are. This <laughs> One of my favorite scary games was the Jaws Unleashed game, where you got to play Bruce the shark and go around and eat divers. So that's always good times. <laughs> good times. Good
2: times. Mm-hmm. This just ends. Scott's not young. wearing any pants. Film eleven. <laughs> yes. And on that note. And I, know Bye I, kids. and I know Sarah just looked. Is he not wearing any pants? Oh. She should know. I don't know. I didn't hear him. You
3: didn't
1: hear him?
2: No,
3: no what did he say?
1: Good. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
3: Repeat that. You'll though? hear
2: it in the editing suite. <laughs> I said, Scott's not wearing any pants. Film at 11.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good night. Not now. on
2: this show. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> Good night.
1: We've got to wait. You've been listening to No Counsels for Old Men, starring Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott McGregor. If you'd like to email us with any questions or suggestions for future shows, our email address is men at yahoo.com. No Counsels for Old Men is produced by Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott McGregor and is part of the 223 podcasting network. When I look out my window,
2: If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2 True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled... T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email two true freaks directly at two true freaks at gmail.com.
3: Must be the season of the week.